Life is a journey, and the fourth section of the Psalms, known as the Numbers Psalms, show us the goodness and guidance of God along that journey. If we want to move forward, we must look up. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open the Word of God and find direction for the road of life. Today we begin our study of the fourth section of the book of Psalms. Now this section is commonly referred to as the Numbers Psalms. In other words, it parallels the fourth book of the Old Testament, the book of Numbers. And that's very significant because you'll remember the book of Numbers was the book that covered the 40-year wanderings of the children of Israel through the wilderness. It's been called the book of the journey. And it gets its name from two numberings. One at the beginning of the book of Numbers and the other at the end of the book of Numbers. Uh, you'll, you'll study that and find that people died in such great numbers uh, during that 40-year wilderness wandering uh, that they were diminished. The people were diminished. And there's a great lesson there. It is this, when you obey the Lord, God blesses. But when you disobey the Lord, there are consequences. And the numberings were a vivid reminder to the children of Israel uh, that you cannot prosper when you're not obeying the Lord. So when you come to the number Psalms, these number Psalms teach us how to obey God at every step along the journey. In other words, God doesn't want you wandering. He wants you following. He doesn't want you living in the wilderness. He wants you close to Him. Now, the number Psalms begin with Psalm 90. That's also very significant because Psalm 90 is the oldest Psalm in the Bible. So old, in fact, that it was not written by David, it was written by Moses. And would you like to guess when Psalm 90 was written? Psalm 90 was written by Moses, most people believe, standing at Kadesh Barnea uh, on the verge of their 40-year wilderness wanderings. So these are the Holy Spirit-inspired reflections and recordings of a man who understands that God is right, and so often we are not. Psalm 90 begins this way, Lord, by the way, isn't that a great place to begin with God? Lord, Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Now, this oldest psalm in the Bible reminds us that in a changing world, God alone never changes. Psalm 100 verse 5 says that His truth endureth to all generations. Solomon reminded us in Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9, There is no new thing under the sun. And God Himself testified in the book of Malachi, I am the Lord, I change not. Psalm 90 is a reminder that some things never change. Now, we live in a changing world. We've witnessed that in recent days. Uh, look at the economy. Look at the health situation of people. Uh, look at the political climate. Everything changes. Look at your personal life. Everything changes. But there are some things that never change. And those things are found in Psalm 90. First of all, the eternality of God never changes. God is God and God is eternal. In fact, that's where he begins in Psalm 90. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. And then he begins to describe uh, the eternality of God by comparison. In verse 2, he said, Earth is nothing compared to God. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. 
literally from vanishing point to vanishing point. Go all the way back to when it all vanishes. Go all the way forward to when everything is gone and you will find God is still there. Earth cannot compare to the eternal God. In verse 3, he says that man is nothing in comparison to God. Thou turnest man to destruction and sayest, Return, ye children of men. Remember that Moses was writing this as a very old man, understanding that he had no control over the length of his life, that God speaks the word, and when God speaks the word, that's your divine appointment and life is over. And then in verse 4, time is nothing in comparison to God. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Now, this is where people uh, begin to talk about one day here being like a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. And uh, that comes from Psalm 90, verse number 4. And then he used this illustration of a watch in the night. In their time period, a watch in the night was three hours. Think of this. He said, a thousand years like three hours. Time's nothing in comparison to the everlasting God. Time refers to our time, not his time. God's not in time. Time lives in God. He is the eternal God. He put eternity in our hearts. He's the one who gave us an eternal soul, and he alone can give us eternal life. Some things never change, and one of those things is the eternality of God. There's a second thing found in Psalm 90 that never changes, and it is this, the brevity of life. Beginning in verse 5 down through verse 12, he reminds us that life here on earth is brief. A changing society is a reminder that man is always changing. But some things never change, and one of them is that your life will change. It is not forever. I'll remind you again that Psalm 90 was written just before a 40-year funeral march. Imagine all the people that we're going to bury over the next 40 years. And so he gives this perspective of the brevity of life on earth. And he gives it from two perspectives. First, he shows you how to view your life on earth. And then he says, here's how to view your life from eternity. Let me show you what I mean. In verse 5, he says, Thou carriest them away as with a flood. So life is as brief as a flood coming and carrying everything away. Then he says they are as asleep. Now we can all identify with this. You never get quite enough sleep. He said that's life. Then he said it's like grass. In the morning they're like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. In that eastern culture, grass could begin to grow in the cool morning hours, but by the end of the day, the scorching heat would burn it away. He said, that's life. And then he said, it's like a story. Verse number 9, for all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The end comes too soon. But it doesn't leave us with looking at our life from earth's perspective. Praise God. He shows us our life from eternity's perspective. Oh, if we could just see ourselves and our lives like God sees us. He shows us our sins in the light of His holiness in verse 8. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of His countenance. And then in verses 9 through 12, He shows us our days in the light of His wisdom. He says in verse 10, The days of our years, or threescore years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. May I say to you that every man must come to the place where he sees his own frailty, his own mortality, his own brevity. Some things never change. 
And then one final thing you find in Psalm 90 that never changes, not only the eternality of God and the brevity of life, but the necessity of mercy. Do you know what we need? We need God's mercy. He says in verse 13, Return, O Lord, how long? And let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Are you glad that his mercy endureth forever? Are you glad God's mercies are new every morning? You know why God's mercies are new every morning? Because we need them every day. We need God's mercy today. And every good thing in life and every good thing in eternity grows and flows out of the mercy of God. Read instead of the rest of Psalm 90, you see true satisfaction and gladness and joy and the knowledge of God and real beauty and establishment. You know what it is? It's all mercy. None of us deserve it. It's all the mercy of God. I'll remind you that Psalm 90 is not just Scripture. It is literally a prayer. And I want to challenge you today to take this prayer of Moses, Psalm 90, and make it your own prayer. Spend some time talking to God about what God is talking to you about today. I tell you, we need Him at every moment on this journey. And if we will obey Him, we will see His mercy at every twist and turn along the way. At every twist and turn in life, God's Word provides direction to make right decisions. We pray that God will continue to guide your life and that you will continue to follow Him. Visit scottpauley.org to download your copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms, listen to full-length Bible messages, read helpful articles, and access many other resources. We look forward to studying the Bible with you on the next Enjoying the Journey.